Blog Talk Radio. I was sitting in the kitchen and I was like, Lord, what, what am, what am I gonna do? Um, I have all these responsibilities, all this going on, and it seems like I'm doing everything I can for you, and everything is just going opposite. Anybody ever been there where it seems like you were doing all you knew to do, and still you took two steps forward and you took five steps back, and you said, you're saying, God, what, you know, what in the world is going on? And I was sitting in my kitchen and, and, and I didn't understand it. And then these words came. I said, Lord, you are good. You've been so good. Lord, you are good. You've been better than good. I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. Can't praise you enough. Even Your voice. Come on, tell them today. You're so good to me. Let's go out right here, everybody. Lift up your voice. Lord, you are good. You've been so good. Come on, say, Lord, you are good. Even if I tried, it wouldn't work.
uh, Third Lounge, Ryan Wilson, uh, Abyssinia, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, Lois Glenn Carter, and certainly uh, MPT Enterprise, Marlin Townsend. We thank God for all of you, our sponsors and uh, listeners as well. Our theme here at Global Gospel is, for those of you that don't know, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, hid, excuse me, is, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And so today we present you with uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, We present you with life and life more abundantly. And we want you to know that uh, the message is still the same for the rich, the poor, the black, the white, that we have life more abundantly. And certainly you don't have to give up hope. You don't have to throw in the towel. You don't have to be suicidal because Christ came for you uh, to set you free. Well, we have a special guest that will be sharing with us on today. And so uh, we are going to... Uh, take a break, and after that break, uh, you will be uh, hearing uh, more from Global Gospel. Stay tuned. This uh, selection here encourages us to do one thing. How about you think on that? When you've done all you can, man, seems like it's never enough. And what do you say when your orphans turn away? You're all The Lord see you through Yet after you've done all you can You just stand Tell me how do you handle Guilt of your past Tell me how do you Be sure. 
And we encourage our listeners to stand. We are back. You're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. And we have a very special guest in studio with us here on today. God bless you and good afternoon, special guest. <laughs> Greetings, King. Greetings. How's everything? All is well. And how are you? You know, I'm I'm chilling, man. I, I, I can't complain. I'm in a, a very blessed space, but, you know, I'm just going to try to keep the blessings going by not disappointing God, feel me? <laughs> awesome, awesome. I hear you. Um, so um, there's a lot of people listening, and I'm, I'm sure all of our listeners recognize the celebrity voice that is in studio with us today. <laughs> but oh, in case they're in shock and didn't recognize the voice, tell our listeners who you are. Uh, well, family... My name is Lamar K. Cheston. I am born in Brooklyn, New York, a graduate of Hofstra University. I am now, uh, for the last, coming up on six years, full-time actor. Started out on, um, started out dancing, actually, uh, and then transitioned to the stage. And now uh, life has taken me to a lot more television and film. So I'm just, you know, rolling with the punches. But, you know, at, at, the, at the end of the day, I'm a man of God. And, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a faith faith-based person heavy and i just uh i just move accordingly you know awesome um well we thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule um, i love we know that, that you are very busy and uh we'll talk about all the things that you're busy with uh, a little later uh we thank uh god that you were allowed to share this um uh short uh space with us um so um for those of you that uh, read the title for today, uh, top title today is Life, Cameras, and Action. <laughs> so, so much uh, can we can break down in three different ways or oh yeah, uh, break it down in one way or but uh, so uh, number one, life happens, and so. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. You, you told, told us a little bit about yourself. Now, did you plan on taking this direction in life? Mm, all right. Well, when I when I got to uh, to college, I was an accounting major. You know, my my focus was really on like um, I love numbers, and I was good, and I was good. I still love numbers, and I was good with them. And you know, so and uh, pursuing a a career in the arts is not necessarily the most stable of careers, you know, especially when you have, of course, your parents who, who want the best for you. So I went into it, you know, just planning to leave Hofstra with a degree in some sort of business, either accounting or just general business. And, um, but then over my, uh, my years there, man, I got, you know, I just got bored. <laughs> you know, I, 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 the artist in me started to take over and I was, I, I didn't want to be in spaces where I wasn't able to be creative. So, um, I took a, I took some advice from a, a young lady a young lady who was my girlfriend at the time who was also an actor, and she was like you know just try it you know maybe you need to switch something up to you know uh, to get you out of school one and, and make you happy again, and then I went back to Hofstra took an elective in that fall, and a year and a half later I had my degree in drama so the path the path was not uh it was not always destined to be an artist at least in my mind but you know it may have always been there subconsciously. And you know what that that is true for so many of us. Um, we uh, grow up thinking one thing about life, and then mm -hmm. life happens, and then we feel uh, 
Sometimes we have a career change. We go to school for one thing. We get a degree in something, and we <laughs> actually end up working in a totally different field that has nothing to do with anything. And um, right. I, I always tell everybody, the, uh, the Bible says time and chance happens to all. And so a lot of things is just time and chance, you know. Um, yeah. Things yeah, just happen. Sometimes things just fall into place. Um, and God, well, God always knows. But we don't always know. I'm sure you're. Yeah, I mean, if I if I if I wasn't dating the young lady at the time, I mean, I may not have finished college. I may not have gotten the encouragement to go towards the artistic route, or I, I could have gotten encouragement to be, no, just you know, stay with it for the next couple of years. You're almost done. But I mean, it doesn't take a long time to you know mess with somebody's uh, m- mental you know health. Like you know, so I don't want to. Two years, it could have been a long time, and it really could have put a damper on what, you know, God is doing with me right now, you know? So it's just, um, it's a blessing to have clarity in times where, and from people that you don't even expect. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, I'm sure all of that has a, um, a beginning place in, uh, your, your, uh, faith walk has something to do with your upbringing, correct? Oh man. So, I mean, it is, I was, I was talking to another brother, um, uh, Jason Hendrickson from from Brooklyn, and okay. uh, a couple a couple of weeks ago, and and I and I was telling him, man, like my my path in terms of my my career, definitely, and my my life is all connected to faith, to my faith, to my belief in God, and to the people that that um keep me connected, you know, because we all need accountability partners and things like that. So um, in 2000, I started dancing. And it was with uh, my mentor, Brian Hawthorne, who was also connected to the Greater Allen Cathedral of New York. And that was, okay. my, first, that was my first church home in New York. So okay. my, dance, my dance instructor, who's also my mentor, who's also a member of this church, brought me to his church three years later in 2003. And I got saved by the dance instructor, who's also my mentor, who brought me and kept me, you know, uh, connected with Christ in 2003 by Darius Thomas from Greater Allen Cathedral. So well, it's, it's, direct, it's, yeah. it's all directly connected because I still speak to these men now. I mean, I'm still in the arts, and Brian Hawthorne, who got me started on the arts, in the arts, is um, still a person who I, I, I call, I speak to. Like he's he's a really good friend, and definitely, you know, my mentor um, in all things artistry and just life in general. So yeah, it's all it's all connected, man. To, to this day, you know, I call the people from Allen, or I talk to them, and and all from my church my church home now. New Life Cathedral in uh, in Brooklyn under the leadership of Archbishop Robert Joe Rochford. So it's like, and and that leader coming from the leadership of Floyd Flake, uh, the Reverend Doctor Floyd H. Flake and Elaine Flake, and then going to uh, under Bishop Rochford, it's just like I've had great leadership to keep me locked in. I make, we've all made stupid mistakes. We make mistakes. Things happen. We are human, but it's the people around us and the things that they're connected to that keep us connected. You know that that that's really why I am. If you want to say I'm anywhere right now, that's why I am where I am and who and who I am right now. Wow! So we think we always have to thank God for those God connections, um, because so many people. Uh, we talked last week about friendship and uh, those type and God connections and um, God connections are not like any other connections. And um, that's great that you connected with so many uh, great men and women of God, well respected ministries. And in New York area, and um, we've had we've had uh, Pastor uh, Darius Thomas on radio here before, 
And um, oh, wonderful! Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, right. yeah, very, very. Uh, when he was with Shekinah, uh, we were very connected. Long and that, time and ago. that's great, man. <laughs> that that's how I I came to Shekinah at 16, and he had just taken over the church. And where I got saved was at a uh, at a Bible study in the in the basement of the cathedral. But Darius, he wow. was the uh, the youth pastor when I came in. He had just taken over for I believe uh, uh, Felicia Faylong, who is uh, pastor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, and you know, you know what they say, um, six degrees of separation. So we're all connected, <laughs> man. I just tweeted that the other day, man. I said six degrees of separation is real, baby. It is. It is small world. Oh, yeah. Small world. Indeed. It get, Indeed. And it gets smaller. Yeah, man. Smaller. I, I'm seeing that every single day. Like every time I like in terms of the acting, <clears throat> if I go onto a set, I'm, it's usually somebody who I work with before. Definitely somebody whose um, work I've seen before, but for the, uh, if it's crew or cast, I've usually worked with them before, and now I'm seeing that the people and the artists that are working a lot more than, than I was before, and I'm starting to work a little bit more now, I'm seeing that it's the same people. So it must be something about those people that keeps them employed, keeps them happy, and keeps them you know, cre- creating good art. So when I see those people in the same circles and the same sets and things like that, I know I'm in the right place, you know? Wow. That that's awesome. Um, it is life is uh life can be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, life man. life life can be very interesting and um it always gives us those um I think I don't know, somebody said it, Oprah or somebody said aha moments or Aha like moments, that. yeah. Jump on the couch, Tom Cruise moment. <laughs> <laughs> So um, it's always great when we can uh, sit back and uh, watch God's hands on our life. Um, so, um, and then so many great people, um, if you check their history, uh, singers, actors, artists, listen, they all always had a start somewhere um, in somebody's church. Their neighbor <laughs> took them to church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> their parents, their grandmother, they had somebody made them sing in church. You know, yeah, and, Easter and play, from, you know, come, come yeah, after yeah. the Easter play for grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I know. Yeah, for sure. We all got to start somewhere. And uh, that's a great stage. to. to that's the first stage many of us start on. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I, there's, there's a picture in my grandmother's house uh, of me, my, my boy, Brandon, and my homegirl, Jessica. I used to live in South Carolina with her. So we would go. I oh, mean, wow. I, that's when, yeah, that's when I was in church every Sunday. And I probably was in church multiple times a week. I can't remember because I, I was really young. But you had no choice. <laughs> my cousin always jokes with me that every day, my, yeah, I had no choice. My cousin always jokes with me that every day my grandmother had me dressed in uh, a button down, a bow tie and hard bottoms, like <laughs> every, every single day. There's a picture in her house of me at the mic, my boy Brandon next to her and my girl Jessica next to him. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm like, I'm, I'm lit. It's like a, it's a performance. Oh, I'm saying something in front of hundreds of people. And cause I know the church down South was really big. And I'm like, man, I was doing this back then, but talking to you now just made me think that this is, this has, it's not new, you know, like I, I've been put on a platform to speak in front of people for, for shoot over 20, 30 years now, you know? Wow. Pre- prepared, being prepared for greatness. And, yeah, um, wow. <laughs> And, and, I, and I, think, I think that um, so many uh, this that's probably one of the um, unfortunate things about um, this up and coming generation or current generation that mm-hmm. they ne- don't necessarily 
have parents or grandparents that are really pushing them and preparing yeah. them. They make their own decisions, you know. Yeah, man, I hear you. And my grandma, yeah, it, like like you said, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> it wasn't like grandma, I don't want to go to church. No, you get up and you go into church, and then there may be a service after, and you can eat between services downstairs and come back up and make sure you sit upstairs, sit up there with the choir because you got to sing this Sunday. Like it's no choice, man. This is what you do. <laughs> right, and we and we can definitely appreciate those things as we um get older. Word, word up. So, so from there, uh, you know, you you had this upbringing. You went to college. Mm-hmm. And then how did you, what was your first, um, your first, first moment when you was like, okay, I'm on the right track now? Hmm. Oh, uh, boy, boy, boy. Let me see. Let me see. I'm sure there were several moments like that. <laughs> you know what? I, and it's it's crazy, man, because now I'm, okay, one, I, I'm, I'm always, I've always been one to like want to be able to encourage and inspire people and stuff like that. And and also I need, I also need that. Um, so like I have mentors in place that do that for me. And then I, I'm sure that I am a mentor to some other people who, you know, I can give, give some knowledge to. So doubt, but doubt creeps in, man. So even when like now people could be like, Oh yeah, Lamar, that, I hear you. <clears throat> I hear exactly what you're saying, but doubt, doubt is a real thing. You know, fear of not being able to, produce uh is a real thing so i don't i don't but i feel like when i when i went to la i was with a group called church of laugh um and we i got with them i think 2015 shout out to my boy jeremy williams um so we went to we went we had a gig in la it was it was uh august 16th i believe or august 24th 2016 and i and i and i was working a little bit more and i went out there and i said god when I come back, um, I need this L.A. trip to tell me if I'm going to go into it full time or if I'm, I'm still going to, like, give, give half the energy here and give half the energy to me teaching. I taught in uh, the New York City public school system for seven years. So that, I was, that, that was like my, if you want to call it wow. a survival job, I was doing that plus working, um, running the after school program. So, wow. you know, and then, and yeah, then I had to turn that off. And, you know, it's not easy to turn off eight hours of kids kindergarten through 12th grade, you know, I got to turn that off and then lock in for an audition. I wasn't giving it a hundred percent. So I said to God, when I went to LA, if this, if, if, when I come back to New York, if, if I'm not going to go back to that job, let me know. If I'm going to just go into acting full time, I need this LA trip to tell me LA was amazing. We, we, we had a great time out there. We put on a great performance, even shot some other stuff. I came back to New York and I called, the school. This was two weeks before school started. I had no money. I didn't save anything. I was just like, if I'm going to do it, it needs to happen, and I have to give it 100%. If I have a long, I can. I don't know how long I'm going to do it for, but however long God will sustain me. I called them back. I mean, I called the school when I got there, when I got back to New York, and it was two weeks, and they were expecting me to come back. I said, I, unfortunately, I can't come. You know, I'm just going to... And my whole thing with that was, I always give 100% to everything I'm doing. Once my 100% is split, then I feel right. So my kids were getting shortchanged because my career was taking off. And I'm like, I can't have that happen. So I need to go 100% into the career and let somebody else who I feel is capable give the kids 100%. And they'll still get everything they need and everybody's happy. So in 2016, I feel like I had that, that was it. I went cold turkey, no money saved, 
no gigs booked, just we're going to go and do it. And like I said, almost six years later, here we are. So that that had to be the moment, that L.A. moment. Wow. So you said uh, a few things that were um, important. And mm-hmm. so as we um, as we seek to um, be in a place in life where um, we want to be, and you were saying that you were um, you had two things going on. And um, what people don't realize is, listen, there's your, your hopes, your dreams, and your aspirations. And then there's, I have to get the bills paid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So we all work on our hopes and dreams and aspirations. But then we had that job that's like, listen, I got to eat. I need a place to live. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's the necessities of life. And so um, that is uh, definitely, I'm sure, a sigh of relief when you were able to make that transition, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, man. Um, it's, it's, it, when, it hurt a little bit because I love I, I, I genuinely I had I had students from kindergarten that if I would have stayed that year, I would have sort of graduated fifth grade like that. That to me was like, wow, oh, man. So, but I but I did. I went back to the graduation, <laughs> but I just didn't get to see them, you know, uh, that, that that as seniors. I saw them as babies. And now they're like 50, fifth grade seniors, stuff like that. That hurt. But then, you know, to leave and get emails from parents and to get phone calls from kids or face that to this day. Because I, those, the relationships that I built there were so good and, and so full of, like, like uh, uh, substance, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it, was, it, it warmed my heart, man. Like, every time I get a text or a call or one of them sees me on something or just reaches out and says, you know, I just want to say hi, we miss you, uh, that, and they remember me. So I'm like, I didn't leave there and leave them shortchanged. I left them with something good, a positive black male figure. And I'm working in a predominantly all-white school. Wow. This, this, this is in Gramercy on 20th and 1st. And I love every kid the same now. And if I saw them today, I'll show them the same love. But you got to understand, and I had to understand, and, you know, walking into a predominantly white school of K through 8th grade, I had K through 5th graders. And these parents are entrusting me for at least four hours of the day with their children. So the, at a very uh, uh, malleable age, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it was it was great, man. Just to just to know that I I you know left some sort of impression that was positive on on their lives, you know. Right, and that, and that, and then you know, we all have to realize. Listen, something you know, we all we all live in seasons, you know. And, yes, um, <laughs> it's just the season. Yeah, man. Our, our seasons change, and you know, sometimes right. it's you know. It can be emotional. It can be bittersweet. But listen, um, we can't stay um, someplace longer than uh, God would have will allow us to stay, because then you know we're not being uh, progressive for ourselves or others. So right. um, that that that's definitely something. Um, and so you mentioned about being a uh, positive. Well, we're still talking about <laughs> life cameras action. Um, but you did mention about uh, being a positive uh, black male. And I actually understand that. I had a brief career in education mm-hmm. uh, as a para. Uh, I did that and, too. Oh, oh wait, I, I'll tell you that story after you. Finish the story. <laughs> so, so I understand that there's not many um, black males, especially on the elementary level. You know, yeah, you see yeah. more um, as you move 
move up to maybe junior high or high school. And I, matter of fact, and I can think being in a public school system, there were male teachers, but from K to six, I never had a classroom teacher that was a black male. I, we, I had black positive male images in my life right. and in the school, the principal, but there weren't a, there, and there's still not a lot of there's black not. males. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So go ahead. Tell your oh, story. no, no, no. Oh, no. All I was going to say, so again, man, you know, I, I, God is just, he's, 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 he's funny, man. He has the, the, the greatest sense of humor. So we're not even going to like challenge that. <laughs> like he's the funniest dude. So I, I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to, I'm going to stop going to, I'm going to stop working at the school. I'm going to go to it full time. But again, that fear, that doubt that I was talking about, I'm like, yo, but what if I, but that, but, <laughs> but what if I don't, but I still got to pay. As I had a whole apartment, I was living on my own, da, da, da. What if I can't, what if I don't, but so what I do, I'm like, you know what? To ensure that if something goes wrong, I'm gonna have a, 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 a fail safe or whatever fallback. I, be, I I did all of the requirements to become a para. So if I needed bread, and all I had to do was like wake up early, call sick, or get a call, or let them call me. I mean, or me call them, and I'm like, all right, I can do that. I can do that. So I know I'll be. It would guarantee me some money. But what they didn't tell me was that, or what I didn't, what I looked over was that you got to work 25 full days in the school year. And I'm like, 25 days? That's light. I could do that. A school year is September to uh, to May, but uh, to mm-hmm. June. I never. I only worked 20 days, and then did, couldn't come back the second year as a para. So God was like, listen, you asked me for something. You went to L.A. I showed you what life could be like. You come back. You you said you were going to do what you what you told me, and now you're doubling back. So you that, that that's not that's not what we agreed upon. When you got back here, you're going to go 100% into this. But now when you get back here, you're still not giving us 100% because you got this para thing just in case, you know. So he didn't even allow me to finish the full 25 days. So he's like, you know what? I'm not even going to let you do 25. I'm going to let you do 20, almost get there, and feel the burn <laughs> of not being able to come back the next year. And now you're going to have to give it 100% because you have nothing else to get, fall back on but me, you know? It, 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 it's crazy, man. That, like, I, I see everything like that. Like, everything is a sign. Whenever you try to step out of the, the, the alignment that God has you in or that you are in with him, whenever you try to step out of that, he's going to show you why you should have stayed there. Very, very good advice. And this, this is, and I'm not. This is me, man. And I, I'm talking to my brother right now, so I was like, "This is real," you know. I, I hear you. I, I, I yeah. So, um, so, so this being, so now you, um, you transfer. You're, you're, you're on the big stage and um, breaking barriers and still being that uh, positive image. Mm-hmm. So, what? How how was uh, transitioning into stage life and going behind the camera or in front of the camera? What's that been like? Uh, you know, it's okay. So I I, I had to I had to learn um, that there that these mediums, the stage, television, and in movies, those three mediums are very different. You know, I ha- I had to learn that very fast. So. Twenty in in oh nine I I left Hofstra. Uh I didn't in those those four years 
from 09 to 2013 when I got like my, the, I guess I was, I was working for four years. I was doing Black Spectrum Theater. Um, they, they, and shout out to them because they gave me my first, they put me in my first play in Queens, New York. My first like play I got paid for and it was like on the, you know, it was nice. So Black Spectrum uh, right. Theater, shout out to, to, to Carl Clay. And I, and with that, with that one, it, it was even a grind. I had to, so what I would do, I would go out on Saturdays they, we would pack up their mobile truck. The mobile truck would go drive out to the Bronx. We would unpack it. They would have a full concert in the middle of, like, uh, the projects in the Bronx or whatever. I had to stay there all day, pack up the truck, drive back to Queens, get back around, like, 11, 12. And I would walk from where I was living on 225 in Merrick to Black Spectrum, and I would walk back because I didn't have money like that. And I'm like, oh, nah, I'm going to do it. So, you know, I ain't going to ask my mother for no bread. I, so I walked. That was, like, a good 30, 45-minute walk every day. And I got paid fifty dollars one time. I did that a whole summer, you know. So wow. like, dude, yeah, yeah. Like in terms of dudes being put in and stuff like that, like I put, I, I feel like I put them in, and I'm still putting them in. But Black Spectrum, I always loved them for that. Shout out to them because they saw the work that I was doing, and then they gave me the opportunity to audition, and then I got into theater. Now theater. I was doing that for uh, my first play was my first thing on stage was theater. I was uh, I played a fellow a fellow in 2003. So and I, that was that was uh, Brian Hawthorne again. He we we had auditions. I auditioned. I ended up getting that role. So from 2013 till about 20 man 18 or 19, I was heavy theater. Like I mean, I traveled everywhere. I was in Texas, uh, Florida. Atlanta, LA, I, I, we were in, we were everywhere doing theater, and I was and I was loving it. But I also knew that I wanted to transition to TV and film. So here, here I am. I'm like, you know what? All right, cool. I gave I, the, the theater thing. I'm gonna keep doing. I'm good at it. It can make me some money. But I know I want to continue to. I want to create art that uh, affect people on a grander scale. And you'll get a hundred, two hundred people in the theater, but a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand people sitting at home watching something for for an hour it's it's kind of the odds are better in this favor you know if you want to affect mm-hmm. uh, uh, affect people globally so i'm like all right what i do i said i'm going down to atlanta uh, uh a one way ticket i'm not coming back till i book, till i book something because i i know it, i know atlanta was popping and new york i was getting some work but i again i want my reach to be everywhere so i came down to atlanta and i did a and i booked a play strategic because a play I knew would keep me in Atlanta where I could survey the premises, see what's going on and try to get an agent out in Atlanta to get on TV and film. So, and that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. I did the play. I got some eyes and now I'm auditioning for more television and film. So I'm like, okay, boom, but I'm still approaching it as if they're theater auditions. And I'm, and I'm like, why am I not getting the work? I'm, I, I know at least I think I'm good. I was doing it in the theater, so I went to a theater audition, um, and the director called me, and she was like, "Have you been auditioning a lot for um, for TV and film?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, that, that, that's kind of why I came out here. I wanted to, you know, make a mark out here like that." And she was like, "I, I can tell because uh, your auditions, it's it's like it's kind of it's kind of inward. It's it's not it's it's kind of low. The energy is not as." You're just not as big as you usually are. You're not you're not taking the space and the stage as you usually do. So she noticed that the transition was happening from me auditioning to, to, uh, for theater 
to film because the the change is that evident. A lot of people just think you can go on and act, and if you can be on TV, you can be on stage. It's not there. There is a, a a lot of work that goes into, and a lot of learning that goes into the different mediums. And I haven't mastered any of them. I'm still working on them, especially film, because I haven't booked a I booked one film so far, and um, I feel like that that's another space where again global effect, you know, worldwide effect. Mm-hmm. Wow. So um, there's definitely uh, different aspects. Um, yeah. As as you explained to us, and um, we can reach different populations or um, a larger population according to um, what you're doing. So do you feel do you feel most comfortable stage and on film and television? Um, well, the theater is my first love, man. You know, okay. like I, I, I mean, well, you know. Ah, boy, that's a guess. That's that's a funny question. Listen, you don't have don't to make a choice. You don't have to make. A no, choice. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. Because I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I said theater is my first love, but dance is actually my first love because dance was the gateway to theater. You know, theater was a. Uh, it was. It is amazing, but dance is my first love. Yeah, man. You know, I, at this point where my artistry is at, I feel comfortable in any room. Now, if it's got, I don't know how it's going to read to the person on the other side of the camera, but any room I step into, I'm feeling comfortable because I'm, I've put in the work and I've, conti- and I'm continuing to put in the work. Like, I'm in class now. <laughs> I mean, I'm oh. not, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm always in class. Like, always a student, right? Always a student. I'm, I'm literally in class and teaching a class right now. So I mean, it's, it's always learning. It's always something uh, to teach. Cool, cool. So, um. I'm going to take a break. Um, no doubt. Because, um, you know, you do, uh, you are involved in music as well. And so actually, <laughs> I, did, I didn't, uh, I, I, I'm going to kind of backtrack myself because I, I didn't mention um, you picked the introduction song, um, <laughs> which, which is Stan, Donnie McClurkin. Um, so tell us what that song means to you and, Tell us what the next song that we're going to go to break with means to you. Um, so, Stan, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a member of uh, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. I, okay. I came into the organization in fall 2005. And every every day of um, the, the process, you know, just the process of becoming a member, there's a lot of stuff to learn. There's a lot of stuff, you know, um, just because we have tests to take and all of that. But every day of the process, every morning, I should say, the first song I listened to was Stand by Donnie McClurkin because embarking upon that process and the legacy of that organization, you know, it was a lot. <laughs> so that song just encouraged me to, you know, even when you've done everything that you thought you can do, you can still get up. <laughs> you know, you can still stand and you could probably do more because standing, you know, involves energy. If you have energy to do that, you can find someplace else in you to do more, you know, so that, that, that's one of my favorite, if not my favorite gospel, and it may have come, I forget when it came out, but I, I came through in 2005, it may have been at that time, <laughs> but shout out to Donnie McClurkin, man, Freeport, Freeport, what's up? All right, well done. And uh, uh, the other song, um, what, what, what was the, uh, uh, Because of Who You Are. What, that's uh, that's what I thought it was. Yes, yes. Yeah, so Because of Who You Are, man, uh, again, Back to uh, Shekinah and, and, and Pastor Thomas, 
uh, that we sing that song all the time. Of course, when I get there, I join the choir and, you know, um, and I'm just meeting people and all of that stuff. I, I'm naturally, I, I got onto the dance ministry. Then I went to college, so I didn't have a chance to embark upon it too much. But because of who you are, Ashikina was one of the popping songs. So I'm like, yo, it, it, it always bring a little tear, you know, because I love that thing, man. Cool. So here it is, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And I want you all to get ready to call in. I'm sure you call may have in. some questions. Ask 619. We have this actor This educator uh, (laughs) This great man of theater Is with us Man of God Uh, So call in 619-924-0800 You're listening to Global Gospel Our special guest Lamar K. Cheston Stay tuned You are I give you pray and because of who gospel today's topic life cameras action special guest lamar k cheston uh, much love much love blessings to you sir because of who you are and i think you already uh told us why you like that song i <laughs> wear it up um so uh we have someone here in uh studio that wants to say 
uh, hello to you. What's going on, Global Gospel? This is Marlon stopping by to shout out my brother Lamar K. Chester. I just want to encourage you. What's good, big brother? How you feeling? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling, man. You're one of the few people that I actually see eye to eye uh, with because of our height, but I still look up to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're out of control. That's a fact, though, bro. That's a fact. Yeah, man. So I just want to encourage you to uh, continue to stand in your purpose, bro. You'll always be the main character. Don't forget. Uh, no, thank you, man. I appreciate that, and, th- and thank you for reaching out, man. Like this, this, this is dope, man. Uh, Hopster grad, what's up, baby? You already know what time it is, baby. Yes, sir. Ain't you, baby? I'm <laughs> yes, still sir. trying to pay up them bills. <laughs> hey, listen, man. One day, one day at a time, baby. One day at a that's time. That's it. That's it. Love is love, <laughs> baby. Talk to you soon. Yes, yes, sir. That's my man, Marlon. All right, uh, Marlon is our. Uh, well, he's my brother, but he's also our PR person uh, here at uh, Global Gospel, and he uh, makes connections. With he is uh, the connection. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> he is the connection. He is the blood. He is the blood. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> no, I he, Marlon is the connection. He's the man. <laughs> all right, Word. entrepreneur. All right, you're all part of uh, the Hasha. Uh, uh, connection. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, 619-924-0800. Um, so I could, um, I could give you, uh, I could tell, uh, our listeners, uh, a list of all of, um, <laughs> your performances. No, you <laughs> <laughs> and I will not, I, I, I won't do that. I won't do that. Um, uh, you're such a humble person. Um, so I won't do that. So I'll let you choose which projects you want to talk about, and uh, then we'll take it from there. <laughs> no doubt. Um, well, man, you know, well, this last year was a was a blessing, man. I had the chance to uh, work on Godfather of Harlem, you know, uh, next to Method Man and next to um, the the one and only. Forrest Whitaker and ASAP Ferg and it, wow. it's just it's just it was it was it was a star-studded cast of characters, man. And those I had a chance to be on. Um, so I binge watched the first season. Well, I didn't binge watch the first season. I watched the season. I watched the first season every week as it came out because I love I love learning about New York history. Like I'm from New York and Bumpy Johnson. Like come on, all I saw was a little bit of him in um what's that thing called uh, American Gangster. So right. Right now I get okay. you get a whole fleshed out series. So I watched it, and I'm really big. I'm you can ask anybody who knows me, talks to me, or I talk to. I'm the biggest on manifestation. I think I might have tweeted it or said something the other day, but manifest. So I I was literally sitting there watching. I'm like, yo, this film's in New York, and the only reason I I feel like I wasn't on season one was because I was doing a play in Florida, and this is how and this is how it all goes. In Florida, I was doing a play with a with a guy who knew who knows the executive producer of Godfather Harlem. He chose to do the play instead of Godfather Harlem. I didn't know Godfather Harlem was even coming out, and I chose to do the play. But when he told me about in the next season, I got on it because you know I was intentional about it. I was like, that's something I want to be on, and that was great, man. That was great. Um, the net, oh Law and Order. I was on Law. And, I I debuted on Law and Order last 
year in organized crime um season one i i came in in the season finale as a as one of the guys from Marcy, you know brooklyn i'm like that's great i get to be somebody from brooklyn you know from wow that's That's cool (laughs) right 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 so they changed the name from the Marcy killers to the Marcy corporation i like that a little bit better and then in uh (laughs) and then in season they brought me back for season two so i had a couple episodes in the first i had episodes one and two of season two and you know, prayerfully, man, the, the um the season is still going on. The storylines are still happening. The writers are still writing. So you know, from our mouths to God's ear, we're we're back on that before the year's out. Um, and I, I you know, I don't like to talk about stuff because I be I do forget stuff, and because I just like you, to you, work. You know, do you want you do you want me to mention it or you can go, man, go, man. I'll say it. <laughs> So no, nobody can ever accuse you of being, you know, conceited or anything like that. No, so, man. I, <laughs> no, so, man. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a few things out there on film. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah, yeah, man. Um, uh, theater. Uh, Black mm-hmm. Angels over Tuskegee. Ah, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, one night in Miami. Oh yeah, another one. Another. You know what? All right, all right. Uh, listen, man, you doing you doing a lot. All right, <laughs> all right, all right, so, all right. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop right there. Call us. All right, six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. Give us a no, shout what, out. You got a few more minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, what 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 I would say is that I I do have to talk about Black Angels over Tuskegee. That was that was the show I booked in 2013, and I, I I'm literally still doing that show uh, to this day. Like that's my brother Leon Gray. I got my mentor Thaddeus, another one of my mentors Thaddeus Daniels, from that show, and um, it, it's won an NAACP award. It's traveled the world, it's take me a, uh, out of the country to army bases. Like that show is one that, if it comes back and when, if and when New York City Theater um, opens up, like it really was before. Uh, I, I encourage everyone to come see the show. It was, it's been running off Broadway before the pandemic. For ten years straight off Broadway, and then six wow. it's an all black show, seven black males and and one one white male so it's all it's predominantly black for ten years and it's it's amazing to me how many people have never seen the show Black angels over Tuskegee wow awesome so we, we yes sir check that out and um so um now that now that you're on this uh this platform uh this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, being a positive role model, what is your your and 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 being an educator and and you're also teaching as well. Um, what and you're answering your call. This is your call in life um, mm-hmm. because we we're all and one of the reasons behind Global Gospel is that um, God positions us in different places uh, to let our light shine, and so the only place that you see Christ is not necessarily in the pulpit preaching to you uh on sunday morning or in the choir but god has people everywhere god has people that you're going to sit next to on the bus or (laughs) on the train (laughs) or at the beach or wherever you're just going to bump into somebody and and that's that's a connection um that god wants to make for you or whatever so now that you're on this uh stage what is your message to the young brothers out there yeah, man. You know, it's. I want. I, I always like to tell people to don't glorify the 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 end. Glorify the process, man. You know, let be be authentic. 
be real, be true to yourself, and don't allow the pressures, you know, the social medias and, and you know, the, the government and everything they're trying to, listen, man, at the end of the day, just be authentic and true to who you are. Everyone is go, everybody's going to go through something, especially as young black men in America, in New York City specifically, um, we're, we're going to go through a lot. But if we if we just live in our truth and are transparent about the things that we go through, you know, it'll allow people to understand us more and then respect us more because we're always we're born at a deficit, you know. We always, we have we we have to continue to to climb to be at the respect level of others who are born with that. So we're always going to be able we're always going to be trying to fight for, and it's not it's no problem in that. But trust the process. Trust that if you're fighting for the right things, man, everything's going to work out. You don't have to work it out. Just do the work of working it out. Wow. That that that's definitely um that's definitely something that we can um learn from and glean from to trust the process and to do our work. And um so many times people stop, they give up, they quit, and the end result could just be right there around the corner waiting for them. But they gave up too soon but, and and you know what that's that's but that's what and that's why i say it because that's what people expect they expect they 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 life is so hard for the male the black male at times the easiest thing to do is just give up you know that's true but but on the uh, on the other end of that press if you just keep pressing on the other end of the all that pain all that struggle all of that defeat, if you just keep going, on the other end of that is so much, so many blessings, so many amazing things. But the hard part is actually going through that fire. We get to the front of the fire, it's like, ah, I'm going to come on the other side with some bumps, some bruises, some burns, all of that, but I'm going to be on the other side. Or, you know what, let me just, I ain't going to deal with the fire. I just stay, keep it safe. Safe doesn't help us grow. I just tweeted that the other day. Authentic growth comes from real pain. Hmm. I just tweeted that, and that, and that is so true. You're not think about butterflies and you know caterpillars. Think about just the birth. Hmm. <laughs> you know the the life in general, just just the process of a woman giving life. Like anything that that grows authentically is going to have to go through some real pain. Wow. Wow. I, I think I could use that in a sermon somewhere. But man, listen. <laughs> all, all you gotta do is just let me know the stream. I want to listen. <laughs> I think I, I think I, I got a few uh, you know pointers today. You know points I could pull out. <laughs> <laughs> man, now you, and, and I and I know you will. Like I'm I'm I know that like the the whatever I say is not falling on deaf ears. So I, I and I and I and I trust that our conversation, you know, is one that will help people that will help people grow even if people don't call in like i know people are listening or they will listen like that that's what this is for man they're they're camera shy (laughs) they're camera shy (laughs) it's all good you know i i I don't mind i never i don't mind it because you know i like to talk so if someone asks me to talk you are one of two people you and jason jason henderson who i just worked or just talked to a couple weeks ago y'all are one of two of the two of the only people that um, reached out and actually followed up and it happened, you know, because a lot of people want me to come on and talk or speak about, I don't know why I ain't do nothing, 
but they do. So I'm like, all right, yeah, cool, let's rock. And I never hear nothing. You, you followed up emails, Jason. You followed up emails. Like I love it. So, and that's what that's what is expected from me of my brothers. Excellence. Yeah, it's really that simple. Wow. So, um, yeah, I it is um, always I always welcome opportunities um, to talk to uh, people that are uh, headed somewhere in life or um, experiencing great uh, greatness or that have something to say. And you know what? Not everybody, not everybody, um, <laughs> people. You know, a lot of people end up in position, but they have nothing to say. So, that's a fact. That is a fact, man. Uh, yeah, so it, I don't want to be that person. Listen, I try to stay as informed. I was just talking to my boy before I, um, before I got on with you. I was just like, yo, man, I, I, you know, I'm busy, but who isn't busy? Everybody can be busy. That's why I miss a lot of stuff, but I always make sure to catch up because <laughs> I'm like, I never want to be... And I tell this to, like, you know, if, I, if I'm at a net, not a networking event, or if I'm talking to students, or like, one, I had the chance to go back and talk to my, um, be the commencement speaker at my high school grad, at my high school graduation. I'm like, that's weird as all get out, you know. <laughs> well, I'm like, all right. So, I let, what, what can I impart to them? So I just say these things if I get in these spaces to them, man, because they're the ones that will be taking over for us when we like old er and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So, um, was there anybody that you would uh like to shout out today that you that you perhaps didn't mention already? Oh, you know, I mean, I feel like my mother probably gonna be listening to this or watch this later, something like that. So, you know, I gotta shout oh, out my mother, man. <laughs> oh, you can't forget that, you know. Never yeah, told her yeah. get a whooping. No, no, come on, man. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. I gotta shout out my wife, man. I gotta uh gotta shout out right. Oh yeah, man, you know, you know, Band Clan. Gotta shout out um Jenea. You know, that's that's my best friend, my boy Dion. Yeah, regular people, man. I'm a regular guy. Shout out Alpha Phi Alpha, man. You already you already know what time it is. Who else? Who else? Who else? Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all for being here. Shout out to Marlon, the connector. <laughs> We in the building, man. Word up. Awesome, awesome. Um, So, yeah, so I really appreciate um, you sharing with us today and um, dropping nuggets with us um, for life, life, cameras, action. Uh, Certainly we'll have to um, do this again. Um, Is is there uh, 619-924-0800? I'm going to give you our last opportunity to call uh, if you want. Um, but I, yeah. I appreciate you sharing with us. <laughs> Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just laughing because I knew it, bro. My mother just texted me. I knew it. <laughs> I, know, I know my mother, bro. Ma, shout out to you. Word up. <laughs> Mom, you don't want to call in? No, no. Nah, nah, chill, chill, chill. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> she ain't got to call. She's like, that's call my me. baby. <laughs> She's going to call me when I get off with you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Love, man, love. All right, uh, 619-924-0800. Um, we do appreciate you sharing uh, with Global Gospel on today and um, just giving us encouragement, uh, words of wisdom for life. Um, we thank God that you're being a positive um, role model, image, someone to look up to, family guy, regular guy, 
Uh, Regular guy, man. <laughs> you know, that's um, and that and that's at the end of the day, that's what really matters um, is family and friends. And um, I, I think um, I always heard somebody say, uh, I think it's Prophet Cook says, um, you don't want to be a uh, public success and a private failure. Mm, yeah, so, I've heard that before. That's a fact. So that is that is so important. Um, that the people that we uh, see the most or uh, love the most or go home to uh, see us and and hold us in esteem just as it's just as much as the world does, you know. Right. And, and at the end of the day, God sees all and He knows all. Um, so we uh, certainly always ultimately want to do that which is pleasing in His sight. Um, with that being you know, said, go ahead. No, no, I was just, I was going to say, man, to, to that point, you know, the um the 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 public success and the private failure it's like the 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 pressures that come with being a public success oftentimes lead to those private failures because it's just like we 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 mm. put on a we put on you have sometimes you have to put on a face or what or, or or personality or whatever it is in front of the cameras or on whatever whatever because we go through real things as humans and then we had we the, the the stage or the camera or whatever the platform is our escape. Once we once we're off of that, we still have to deal with those real things. So that public success, private failure is a is a very real and very present, very evident thing in a lot of the lives of people, but def and, and definitely artists, man. It's just that art a lot of times gives gives us an escape from those issues. But when we come home we still have to deal with the issues. That's so true. Yeah. Um, That's so true. Um, With that being said, um, I don't, I don't, I want to make sure we covered everything that that you got to say, everything um, that we wanted to say in this episode, because certainly we'll come back and uh, do it again. Um, I think so, man. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But but right, just right. tell the people to follow me. I'm Lamar K. Cheston yes. oh, on yeah, everything. Yes, <laughs> Regular, yes. So, you know. so follow Lamar K. Cheston. Um, he's on social media. Um, go you know, watch Law and Order, Godfather of Harlem. Watch um, that too. I'm not gonna um give a list of all those things. You know, he don't he don't go really yeah, yeah, yeah. A... <laughs> Go watch Wu Tang. Go watch Wu Tang American Saga. They just got um a season three. Uh, and season two just ended, so all, season one and two is on Hulu right now. Go check that out. All right, so y'all got something to do. Now, those of you that are in New York <laughs> and in the Northeast, it's snowing. It's I was out there. It's snowing yep, real now bad. Now it's time to binge, baby. <laughs> so, so you can binge watch. You can have a Lamar uh, Cheston no, day. No, not a Lamarathon. <laughs> not a Lamarathon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yo, uh, I just that's hilarious. Oh boy. <laughs> Thank you for that, La Marathon. I like that. All right. All right. Oh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> because it, you don't have to change the spelling. And I'm a marathoner. I run. So it's like La Marathon. Oh, boy, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, check out his page. <laughs> He's going to put that on there later, and then you can, like, hashtag it. Word um, yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for those of you that perhaps missed out on any part of this uh, conversation, um, we're on Apple iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. Look for Global Gospel. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
Tumblr um, immediately following this episode. Um, it'll be right there. You can listen to the whole uh, episode in its entirety. Like it, share it um, with your family's friends. Leave us a comment on on our page or on Lamar's page, um, the other Lamar's page, not my page. Well, you can leave one <laughs> on my page too. But uh, leave us all a comment. Again, um, we thank thank you uh, for uh, sharing with us on today. There was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, um, I know that you used to uh, you affiliated with uh, Judah Camp, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Jules Bartholomew and Judah Camp. Word up. Okay, so um, we're gonna close with uh, dance from uh, Jules Bartholomew and Judah Camp. I've been hey, around Lamar. a long. Go ahead. Oh no, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say one thing before before I mean after you say what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You say okay. you've been around since when? <laughs> so, I, so I've been around for a long time. So when I was uh, when I was a lot younger and uh, Marlon was young and we had this uh, music production and so we went to all the concerts in Brooklyn and everywhere. So mm-hmm. it wasn't Judah Camp back then. It was like I think it was Jules Bartholomew and. Brothers and sisters, or sisters oh, S and B, sisters and brothers. Oh, S and B, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that. I got the album. <laughs> so we, we've been around for a long time. That was like early two thousand, late nineties. Yeah, that was like oh three, oh four. No, yeah, it was before yeah. that. It was like probably uh, like oh one, oh two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah so um, listen, um, God is good, and um, I'm gonna let you take it away. I don't. You want to? You want to close out in prayer or? You want oh to no, no 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 no! I just I mean, words of wisdom or <laughs> I just want I just want to uh, tell everybody uh, not tell I want to ask everybody to keep me and my family in your prayers. I feel like this year so far has been the best year and will continue to be the best year of our lives. So please keep us in your prayers and thank you in advance. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we uh, pray. Uh, God's blessings on uh, you, your life, your family. Uh, as you say, we keep you in repair, your um, ministry. Um, yeah, we thank you. Uh, with that being said, thank you. brief prayer, and we're going to close with uh, dance. Uh, gracious God, our Father, we thank you today for your love and kindness, for your tender mercy. We thank you for the gifts and the talents uh, that you have placed inside of Lamar K. Cheston. Uh, we thank you that his light is shining uh, to the world and that you are being glorified and he has not forgotten uh, God, our creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, we thank you for every listener. Uh, we pray that someone was uplifted on today, that they were inspired uh, that they were encouraged as their head was hanging down. Now their head is lifted up. Uh, if there was anyone sick or afflicted listening, we pray that they uh, have been healed by the words that were said. And uh, God, we know that you uh, have power over all things. So we thank you and we praise you in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. because of this, we are going to dance. Jules, Bartholomew and Judah Camp. God bless you. Until next time. Much love. What we say when you attack? What we say when we come back? It's all crime. Came with lies and you control me. Hey.